0: So, is the United States at war because of this attack from Hamas, a terrorist organization? <sighs> It's a little more loaded of a question than you think, Tony Katz, ninety three WIBC. Good morning. I, I, I'm going to get into this further on on Tony Katz today at noon, but I wanted to at least, as as I promised, address part of this. And the answer is yes, but because one could argue that just as as rational beings. You oppose uh, the butchering of women and and, uh, the raping of women and the kidnapping of children. As just a natural part of a conversation, you oppose these things. And it is now well understood that Hamas is not interested in peace. Hamas is not interested in the Palestinian people. Hamas is interested in the destruction of Jews, as we see from political organizations, as we see from political players as we see from uh, what happens despicably on college campuses where universities have to ask themselves, what is it that they're actually interested in? We're not discussing the idea of people having a difference of opinion and being able to to voice that. We're talking about the threatening activities that take place on campus if you were to hold a pro-Israel rally. And we're talking about whether or not you really want students who believe in the eradication of a whole group of people. That seems kind of awkward. Also, I had heard from, I had gotten text yesterday that uh, at IU, they were going to have a rally in, in support of Israel, and then some other people decided to have a rally uh, in support of the Palestinians, feel the air quotes, and they wanted to do it right next door to where uh, the uh, I- Israeli uh, support uh, rally was happening. So the Israeli support rally moved locations. Was the objective to try and silence? I'm curious as to what happened there because if there's a college campus where you want to show your support for Israel and you're getting pushback from the administration or other students are are threatening, call. I'll gather the people. I'll gather the resources. I will gather uh, the the speakers, myself included. We'll get the security. We'll go down there. These people can't stop you. Nah, no, 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 no. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Uh, Just reach out. Will help, but the, the the question was: Are we at war? And I say yes, but as a rational just just conversation piece, well, Hamas is, and and terrorism is at war with the free and thinking world. Hamas is ISIS. It's the same thing in terms of their barbarism. It needs to be ended. It's the only, it's the only shot you have. It's us as free and thinking people or them as people who decide we don't like you will destroy you. And it isn't just the Jews. So it's just going to start with the Jews. Understand it. That's why I've made the argument since yesterday that, that what happened in Israel isn't about me. It's about us. Being Jewish doesn't somehow make it, you know, uh, more horrific, like in, in my eyes. I think you see it as horrifically as I do. Even if I may feel a, a, a different level of connection to Israel, it, it, it doesn't change whether you feel a connection. I, how do I judge such a thing? And and certainly watching this barbarism has an effect on you like it has an effect uh, on me. When I say yes, but, it's a question of how this goes forward. One does not simply say, well, we bombed Tehran. Do we understand what that means? You already moved the the Ford uh, carrier group into the Mediterranean. You're talking about the most advanced aircraft carrier that we have. We're talking about destroyers and and other ships. That is to keep an eye on Iran and and to work as as a safety net from from the sea. But have we asked ourselves what it means? Have we asked ourselves the implication of of Russia and China? Have we asked ourselves, have we asked ourselves, as we asked ourselves... I'm not saying that it won't be war. I am saying I just want to make sure we ask the questions. Now, I have an area, a direction that I want to go in and I'll do that as I said on Tony Katz today. But it is not lost on me that we have 11 dead Americans. You're telling me that's just the price you pay for visiting uh, an ally? They didn't go to North Korea. They went to Israel. Oh well? Ooh, I don't know how I feel about oh well. Let us break it down. Is the U.S. at war? I will do that at noon. Tony Katz, that's me, by the way, hey, how are you? 93 WIBC, good morning. The Indy Chamber has come out with their list of endorsements. Yeah, this is for immediate release. It's not embargoed. I feel good. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. In the Indianapolis City County Council uh, race, uh, they, um, they skipped District 13. Uh, I guess they decided not to endorse uh, the, the socialist Jesse Brown, but sadly did not endorse the libertarian Libby Glass. Um, Republicans and Democrats need to vote for Libby Glass. Has to happen. You're going to vote for the socialist? The guy who's cool with what Hamas did? I mean, follow follow his Twitter feed. Follow it. You have one option. Vote for Libby Glass. It's okay. It's a libertarian. They don't bite. They've got a whole non-aggression principle thing they're all about. So you're fine. But uh, they endorse a whole lot of Democrats. Which is kind of fascinating because... When it comes to all the mayor endorsements around the area, they endorse almost all Republicans. In Carmel, they endorse Sue Finkham. In Fishers, they endorse Scott Fadness. In Franklin, they endorse Steve Barnett, Greenfield Guy Titus, Greenwood Mark Myers, Lebanon Matt Gentry, Martinsville Kenny Coston, Noblesville Chris Jensen, Shelbyville Scott Ferguson. And then they endorse Joe Hogsett you people out of your damn minds are you crazy what I want to know from the Indy Chamber what is the argument here's how they write it these endorsed candidates have consistently demonstrated their commitment to fostering regional collaboration among businesses stakeholders and communities with a shared vision of sustainable economic growth what the hell is a stakeholder oh do you want to actually dig into the terms Hogsett, Hogsett has 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 shown that he's serious about developing Indianapolis. Tell me when you meet, so I can laugh at you directly in front of you. I want you to see it when I belly laugh. It is glorious. oh, oh. Joe, you couldn't leave that blank. You left the socialist blank. Which, okay, all right, I get. You can leave that blank? Hogsett can develop a, a business a city better than Jefferson Shreve, who's done it? The only thing Joe Hogsett has ever created is a higher murder rate. What the hell are you talking about, Indy Chamber? Is there is there anybody who's being serious right now? Am I being punked? What is going on? This is madness. I, 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 literally, that. Just, I, I am stunned by it. Stunned. It's so embarrassing. Hold on. I, uh, oh, sure, I'll I'll do it. I'll play it. No, no, no. It's, it's no problem. It's just sometimes I, I'm moving along on on things and and I forget. But no, for for you, I'll do it. I gotta I gotta just uh, there there we go. Now I've got it. It's. F- that took a while but it was worth it. Paid off in the end. Oh, oh good lord. Wait, what do you refer to it? the Business Advocacy Committee? Sure. Yeah, you got a kitten. Oh. said good for business. Ah, oh, if I owned a morgue maybe. Too soon. Too soon. A funeral home would have been a better joke. But you got it. You got it. Yeah, funeral home would have been the better joke. But it would have been v- still rather morbid. Still rather morbid. Huh. <sighs> okay, let's let's move on. Let's move on to the idea that they're going to vote for a new speaker and it could be Kevin McCarthy again. It's f***ing embarrassing. All right, that one was appropriate. I don't know what's going on. This is insane. There's the idea that Republicans are going to be deadlocked on on who to vote for and there is a possibility especially in the backdrop of what's happened with Israel that McCarthy could be speaker once again. This is insane. McCarthy stating, at the conference has to make that decision. I'm still a member. I'm going to continue to fight and act. Whatever the conference wants, I'll do. I think we need to be strong. I think we need to be united. The eight, in my view, don't look to be. It was a personal thing. The eight meaning Gates and, and, and Nancy Mason and, and all the rest. Now, they will gather tonight uh there at the capitol to discuss who they're going to put up as their next speaker and i assume we'll know their decision when white smoke comes out of the top of the capitol no wait hold on this that's in oh that's when they decide on a pope uh, the white smoke is when they decide on a pope. black smoke means the pope has died white smoke means they've decided on a new pope okay in conclave all right got it sorry sorry um white smoke at the capitol means um yeah that they're high right Right. I got it now. There. I don't know who they're going to pick. Is it Jim Jordan or is it Steve Scalise? I would have to assume that it's Jim Jordan, the congressman from Ohio. I would assume he has the upper hand. Just the, the idea of perceived strength, if you want to talk about popularity, more palatability. Uh, although Gates has said I would take either of these guys as speaker. Scalise has got the long history. Scalise is, was the majority leader. He was the whip before that. Steve Scalise is the one who was shot and almost killed at the baseball diamond when a progressive and a Bernie Sanders supporter decided he had to kill all the Republicans. You remember that. Uh, that did not get the coverage it really needed. Um, He's got friends, he has allies, he can call in uh, the favors that he's given. I'm trying to picture the scenario by which the deadlock means the, um, the answer is McCarthy. And again, I'm not opposed to a Speaker McCarthy. I didn't think he should have been removed. I thought it was a bad idea. The people were claiming, well, yeah, sure, Republicans are in such disarray. That's what caused what happened in Israel. That's 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 a stretch, that's a that's a something right there. It's that one is true. That one is really really true. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. That's just generalized life advice. I don't know, but I'll be watching tonight. We'll watch the votes tomorrow. to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Dow futures are up 38. NASDAQ futures are just up three. That is it. Pepsi beat the Wall Street estimates. Samsung, not so much. As the reporting goes, Samsung expected to announce a plunge of nearly 80% In the third quarter, because of the semiconductor business, a $2.2 billion loss, it's weird. First, there were no chips, and now it's a supply of too many, and there's low demand because prices and people are holding on to... uh, whether it be their phone or their car, things like that. That's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. Just some of the things going on in the market. I haven't checked the ten year treasury in a, in a, in, a, in a while. The ten year treasury is the benchmark. Take a look at where mortgage rates are. Oh, four point six nine six right now now those those aren't the highs we were uh, over 4.8 last week and then of course there was no real movement yesterday because of Columbus Day and then when it started again it dropped from 4.8 to 4.657 and now is slowly creeping its way back up yeah your 30 year fixed mortgage it's going to be 8% it's it's the way it's the way it is now, uh, I, I will tell you that, that I've made a command decision, Matt Bear. Command decision. And the command decision goes a, as follows. Uh, I, uh, I, uh, I, I, I need to apologize. Oh, okay. Right? Uh, there, there is nothing I can do about the news cycle. I am not the one responsible for a terrorist attack in Israel, I am not the one responsible for the horrors at the border that this administration and both parties do nothing about. Not responsible. I did not make Taylor Swift date Travis Kelsey. None of it is my fault. Thank you. Um, but I, I recognize that the world is crazy. And that we don't have to be. And I usually leave it for Thursdays and I do the TK Thursday music moment. You've heard me do it uh Matt Barry. It's and terrific. You're like this is fantastic. Yeah. And 9 times out of 10 you approve of the music choices.
1: Yeah, 9 times out of 10. I think that's a good
0: number. You're like that's good. I that's well, good. I figured if 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 we're going to be living in in this horror show and we're going to be in it guys, uh, there there's no avoiding this one. There's just there's no avoiding it. Comparisons regarding Israel and Ukraine. Well, we're gonna get involved in Israel. Why won't we get involved in Ukraine? Why are we involved in either one? Maybe we have to stop giving money to Ukraine. There's a there is much to break down. And then, of course, there are the people out there, whether it be Representative Ilhan Omar, Representative Rashida Tlaib, this shameful statement from the Islamic Society of North America based in Plainfield, the despicableness of Congressman Andre Carson, and that's going to require attention. Where they don't even bring up Hamas. Israel is guilty. Israel's responsible for the butchering of 900 people, the raping of women, and the kidnapping of children. My gosh! I think we have to change who our friends and allies are. Might have to change some members of Congress, too. World's crazy and we don't have to be. Every now and again, even in this, one must just take a breath and a beat. So, let us bring the TK Thursday Music Moment to Tuesday. Roll down your windows, I know, it's chilly out. Step outside or just turn up the radio or your, your earbuds, whatever it is. I went to 1982. I haven't done any squeeze until now. It was time. A little black coffee in bed turn it up it's gonna be all right we got each other world may be crazy we're not It's the weirdest video ever, and and yeah, um, I, the eighties were great. They really, really were. Matt Bear has traffic on the fives coming up in a mere moments. Uh, we will be digging into more going on in Israel on uh, uh, Tony Katz today at noon. Glenn Reynolds, uh, known as the Instapundent, uh the 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 original blogging uh, site, also uh, a uh, lawyer and a professor at the University of Tennessee. He will be joining me, scheduled to be joining me on Tony Katz uh, today. Uh, Your calls, I I think, as well as we take a look at some of the uh, where's the United States when it comes uh, to this attack on Israel and and what comes next for all of us. How does it impact the presidential uh, election? A series of things. We'll get to all of that.
1: Today will be a very good day, to have a good day you know today will be a very good day, to have a good day. so given that the United States has now involved in wars that are throw. taking place in Europe and also Maybe. in the Middle East I, I, I want to play this soundbite for you that is just last month in Vietnam and ask you if this still holds for the president watch the only existential threat humanity faces, even more frightening than a, than a nuclear war, is global warming going above 1.5 degrees in the next 20, 10 years. Given all the nuclear players in these two areas where we are now engaged on, does the president stand by that comment? Absolutely he does. Climate change is an existential threat. It, can, you know, it actually threatens and is capable of wiping out all human life on Earth. <sighs>
0: Can't stop a lefty from being a lefty. Ain't that right, John Kirby? Can't stop him from focusing on the thing that isn't the threat. Hamas is the existential threat. Russia, you can argue, is the existential threat. China, you can argue, is the existential threat. Iran, you can argue, is the existential threat. That's a threat to existence. Climate change? Look, look, I don't think she should burn tires in the middle of the road, but a little bit of focus would be very, very nice. We'll get into it, as I said, on Tony Katz today. I thought this was the coolest story of the day. Beyond umami. Matt Bear, do you know what umami is? Have you ever heard of umami? U-M-A-M-I? Like edamame? Uh No, not like at umami. So it's... Oh. It's considered like the fifth taste, right? So, so you've you, you've got you know you're bitter, anyway, you bitter, and you got the salty and you got the sweet and you got the sour, right? And those are the, like the, the four things that you got. Does, do I have it right? Is oh. that what they are? Well, the fifth one is is umami, which is like like whether something savory, uh-huh. mm-hmm. right? So it's it's this idea, more of an idea maybe. I, I, would I be saying it right if I said it was about mouthfeel? um it, and it all has to do with 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 meats it 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 really does uh high protein foods like the texture of a meat is that what you're talking about like the whole experience oh of, of, of it U- umami uh is, is is what it is well as has been reported you've got researchers uh in japan although japan is where they got to the umami thing um it, the study is from Nature Communications at USC. Her team, uh, this woman, Emily Lyman, she's a neuroscientist, her team found that the tongue responds to ammonium chloride through the same protein receptors that signals sour taste. So therefore, we now have a sixth basic taste. Six. One, two, three, four, five, six. They have now determined that this is the case. Your taste buds are evolving, people. They are, they are trying to speak to you. They want you to enjoy your food. And I think that you should listen to your taste bud overlords. You should be enjoying your food. Matt Bear... Yes. When you're having your boiled chicken and your quarter cup of rice. Yes. 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 To maintain that that fine chiseled physique, mm. which, by the way, uh, the uh, results of the polls uh, from a night with WIBC are in, and the top. Uh, a thought associated with Matt Bear was, and I'm quoting here, damn! That, that was it. That was, very that was it right there. So um, uh, you need to enjoy that boiled chicken and that quarter cup of rice. <laughs> How can you not enjoy boiled chicken and a quarter cup of rice? It's- I don't know. You're normal? It's amazing. You know, it's like uh Do we, Do you eat boiled chicken? No. uh I, I make chicken on the foreman. I, I get it preseason. I just
1: throw it on there. Oh, it's, it's, look at you. Yeah, I know. Huh. And here I thought you were serious about working out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right.